Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of Into the Net FC, the soccer talk discussion segment of the Bear of Texas podcast. I am the host, the Bear of Texas, and ladies and gentlemen, it is my honor and privilege to congratulate the GOAT of Italian soccer himself, Mr. Carlo Ancelotti, on helping Real Madrid win La Liga for the 25th time, I believe. But honestly, I'd like to, uh, to further congratulate him on becoming the first man to win each of the top five leagues as a manager. That's right. He is the first ever to win each of the, of the top five leagues as a manager. He has won Serie A. He has won the Premier League. He has won French League 1. He has won Bundesliga. And now he has won La Liga. You know, honestly, this whole episode, I'm going to explain on on a certain question because this question has been asked recently. Can Carlo Ancelotti do well as the manager of the Italian national soccer team? You damn right he can. You damn right he can. And to be honest, I'm actually a bit surprised that he hasn't had the chance to actually do that. Although I do ask myself, has he actually been offered the position to coach the Italian national team? I'm honestly not too sure. Maybe he has, but if he has, I don't remember ever seeing a headline about the possibility happening. You know, Carlo Ancelotti, there's a, there's a huge reason why I characterize him, or I should say why I declare him, why I officially declare him as the GOAT of Italian soccer, although I've, I've declared him that even before he recently became... The first man to win all five of the of Europe's uh, um, big leagues, but it's because the dude is, is a brilliant manager. He's one of only three managers to win, to have won the Champions League three times. He's won it twice with AC Milan, and he won it once with Real Madrid doing in, in his first stint. He is one of only two who have managed teams in four finals. The 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 dude is just an exceptional. Manager. I mean, basically, he has succeeded everywhere he went. 
Now, although he, he did actually, I should mention, he did actually at one point have a position with the Italian national team where, where, where he was an assistant. So that kind of tells me that I, I would imagine he must have at least at one point had an offer to join the team. I mean, I'm kind of looking at doing a little bit of research as I'm doing this because th- this this episode, honestly, was not planned. But it's been a, a, a it's a, Internet FC has been a little bit uh not much content lately. I mean, the Champions League is in its final four, so there has been has been too much. But you know, uh, again, you know, it mentions that you know. Um, that he did in fact have at one point a stint with the with the Italian national team, and, and again he was an assistant. But but his first managerial position was was with a club known as uh, Reggiana. So so it basically it mentions like after he served as an assistant manager with the Italian national team, and of course you know during that time uh, Italy uh, reached the, the the final of the nineteen ninety four World Cup. Yeah, after that, in 1995, that's when uh, Carlo Ancelotti began his career as a manager, and he went with a Serie uh, with, with a Serie B side, uh, Reggiana. That was in 1995. So, and not long. I mean, it, it didn't take long for him to immediately make an impact as a manager because the the team, you know, it, it, immediately they earned a promotion to Serie A. So. But he, but he did leave the team up apparently after the 1995-96 Serie B season, and finished with a with a record of 17 wins, 14 draws, and 10 losses. But he only had one season with the club. Uh, I believe, if I remember correctly, he uh, he left the, the club to join uh, Parma, where he was there for for several more years. And he was with Parma from 96 to 98, before he went up to Juventus. So, yeah. So I, I kind of like to say, like, yeah, he definitely kind of worked his way up in the Italian system in manage in managing. So, you know, but it, kind of going from Parma to Juventus, I mean, I would say it's more than just a climb up. It's more like a jump, but still, you know, it it took a lot of hard work. So, I mean, he had a lot to learn. So, I mean, but still, you know, Car- Carlo Ancelotti, you know, his whole career, he he always started at the bottom because let's not forget when he started his career as a player back in 1974. You know, he made his, his um. Debut with Parma, and I believe at the time Parma was in the uh, was in Serie C in in the 76, 77, 77 season. He was eighteen years old at the time, so you know. And honestly, you know, as a player, I've I've seen a bit of his highlights. You know, he played in Parma, played in Roma, and in AC Milan. Was a midfielder. Played uh, with the Italian national team from nineteen eighty one to nineteen ninety one. Um. I wonder if he was actually a uh, Mexico. Double check: Was he actually part of the team that won the World Cup in 1982? Well, it doesn't say. And as a player, yep. Well, no, he was not. But he was part of the he was part of the squad of the 1990 uh, World Cup when Italy uh, finished in third place. So, you know, I got the awards right here. So his honors as a player, you know, won the Serie A in '82 and '83, won the Coppa Italia four times, and that was that was with Roma. As a player with AC Milan, he won he won Serie A twice, won a Supercoppa Italiana, won the European Cup twice, the European Super Cup once, and the Intercontinental Cup once. So yeah, as a player, he de- he definitely put up quite a resume. But if we want to talk about putting up quite a resume, now that's as a manager right there. So kind of want to wrap wrap that part up before I explain why I think he would do well as managing the Italian national team. Okay. Well, again, you know, when he went to Juventus, when he went to Parma, I mean, I, I think that's really where he kind of really started really making a name for himself as far as being a manager goes. 
Uh, he joined Parma again. It was after one year uh, with, with that uh, particular club. So, you know, when he joined Parma, several young players were there. You know, and, and that would be guys like Gianluigi Buffon and Fabio Cannavaro were there. Uh, was there as well. So, uh, the, the the team, if, if I remember correctly, I think the team kind of str- struggled at first, but then, then things got better. So, um. I'm not sure exactly like how things with Parma finished. I mean, I think I want. I think when he kind of left the team after the '97 '98 season, Parma finished in sixth place in Serie A, and he was fired at the end of the season. Even though, even though Parma had actually qualified for the for the for the UEFA Cup for the Europa League title cup for next season, so so the fact that he left. Um, you know, he was fired from Parma, and then Ju- Juventus took a chance from him, t- took a chance on him, and gave him a chance. So, it, it, I guess it, it, it was what it was. I, I really don't know what to say, honestly, uh, as far as that goes. But I don't want to go through every uh, single moment of his career, so I'm going to kind of uh, speed things up a little bit. So after Parma, he goes to Juventus from 1991 to 2001, and that's where th- that's where his career really actually kind of, really kind of basically begins to prosper even more. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. You know, from February of '99 to June 17th of 2001, huh? That's my brother. June 17th, 2001. That's my brother's birthday. <laughs> but <clears throat> but looking at, as as a manager, basically, um, I think at first, you know, there was a bit of struggles, you know, in his early year, in his early years, or so it would seem, but. Kind of looking at, with Juventus, I mean, the only accolade you know, during his time with Juventus was the UEFA Intertoto Cup in 1999. When he uh, took over AC Milan, that's where things really kind of just got even bigger and bigger and bigger. You know, AC Mil- with AC Milan, you know, he won the Champions League twice. I'll, I'll never forget the, the 2003 Champions League final when AC Milan beat Juventus in the penalty shootout. You know, Carlo Ancelotti squared off against Marcelo Lippi. I mean, they're arguably two of the best Italian managers of all time. So, I mean, Carlo Ancelotti three time won the Champions League three times. So, you know, was a runner up in the in the, in the two thousand five Champions League when Inter Milan, I believe, blew that three nothing lead. Um, but in the in the two thousand six two thousand seven Champions League, so you know, he kind he did extract a bit of some revenge. So. So the the 2004-2005 Champions League, yeah, Liverpool beat AC Milan to win the title for the fifth time, and and just to clarify, yep, AC Milan did in fact blow that three nothing lead. So had to be one of the toughest moments of his career, but you know those things kind of happen. So so going through the accolades, kind of speed things up. So at AC Milan, he won the Serie A in 2003-2004 Serie A, won the Coppa Italia in 2003, Supercoppa Italiana in 2004, again. Won the Champions League twice in 2003 and 2007, but was a runner-up in 2005. A two-time UEFA Super Cup champion and a FIFA Cl- Club World Cup champion in 2007. So, it was with AC Milan from 2001 to 2009. And then in 2009, he left and went to Chelsea. Now, with Chelsea... Uh, you know, going from, you know from you know Italian soccer to English soccer. I mean, that's a major transition. So, you know, won the Premier League in 2009-2010 season. They won the Premier League, and that same season they won the FA Cup and they won the Community Shield in 2009. So, 
he immediately made an impact at Chelsea. And he left Chelsea in 2011 to join Paris Saint-Germain. And... <clears throat> sorry, sorry, I kind of lost my train of thought for a second. And, you know, there's only accolade uh, with Paris Saint-Germain is the league on title in, in 2013. And then after that, you know, and then after that... um. Goes to Real Madrid and ends up winning the Champions League there in, in 2014. Before he went, he goes to Bayern Munich, and then goes to Napoli, where things didn't go so well. I mean, at one point, you know, Napoli, you know, went to the Europa League, and then he went to Everton, but his stint at Everton was was not so good. And and then he's back at Real Madrid. And he's kind of been, and, and here he is where he is today. So so with Bayern Munich, you know, won the Bundesliga in 2017. Was a two-time uh, DFL, uh, the German Super Cup champion, won it in 16 and 17. So, and, and with Real Madrid, you know, he, he recently just won the La Liga title. You know, also won the Super Copa de España, won the Champions League in 2014, as well as the Super Cup and FIFA Club World Cup in 2014. So, yeah, Re, Re, so Real Madrid was, was great, but I, th I think his stint uh, with AC Milan is by far the best, but... The dude, I mean, looking at the individual accolades, you know, a, a two-time Serie A coach of the year, a two-time Pancina Doro, you know, 2003-2004, one, his joint league A manager of the year was in 2013, a, a, a European coach of the year in 2003, Premier League manager of the month in, in 2000, November 2009 and August 2010, as well as March and April of 2011 and September of 2020. Uh, AS Roma Hall of Fame, Italian Football Hall of Fame, AC Milan Hall of Fame. And I'm telling you, we, we thought that he was building quite the resume as a player, but it was as a coach where Carlo Ancelotti really built that resume. So, <laughs> which is just quite a lengthy tenure. <coughs> Excuse me. And at this time, you know, with the Italian national team, he appeared in, in two World Cups. But I'm, I'm not sure exactly which one he, he appeared in, uh, aside from the 1990 uh, World Cup. Uh, he was part of the, he was on the squad the, the, uh, in the 1980-88 uh, European Championship where Italy reached the semifinals. So, okay, he was, okay, he was part of the World Cup squad of the 1986 World Cup where, it, where Italy were the defending champions, but he did not make a single appearance Hmm, it's interesting. But he was a key member of the Italian squad that was again part of the that made it to the semifinals of the nineteen eighty eight European Championship. But then he and then he went on to uh, play in the nineteen ninety World Cup. Uh, but although uh, he, after he suffered an injury, I mean his, his appearance were badly limited. So, but he did play in the third place final game in uh, which Italy won. So. You know, he had 26 uh, appearances for the Italian national team, and then he announced his retirement from international football in 1991, so... Yeah, so, you know, uh, it's unfortunate. A series of injuries really kind of uh, held him back. But, you know, he was still there for, for a time, you know, I'm, I'm sure he was grateful for the opportunities, and, you know, still, you know, it, it, it didn't go quite the way I'm, I'm sure he would have hoped for, but, you know, his career as a whole, as a manager, as a player, everything's just been terrific. I mean, again, in my honest opinion, 
Carlo Ancelotti is the GOAT of Italian soccer. So as a manager, again, you know, worked in, in, in numer- you know, numerous clubs, you know, you know, start out in in Reggiana. So yeah, you know, I'm I'm gonna count. I have all the clubs that are here. So he's been in one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten clubs. Ten clubs. Ten clubs in five countries: Italy, England, France, Spain, and Germany. And again, the first manager to have won the the top five leagues. Huh. I mean. That, that that that's just so beyond incredible. I mean, even the league, uh, everybody can say what they want about league uh, or Bundesliga because he won it with uh, Bayern Munich. But still, again, Carlo Ancelotti has won it all as a club manager. The Serie A, the Premier League, League A, um, Bundesliga, and La Liga. That is not given to anybody. That is earned, buddy. All right. So now we get to basically what this is what this is all about. <clears throat> Would Carlo Ancelotti make a good manager for the Italian national team? I say absolutely. Furthermore, I say that if Carlo Ancelotti were to take charge of the Italian national soccer team, I would say that there's definitely a good chance that he can make Italy the world champions for the fifth time. As far as I'm concerned, and this is the God's honest truth, Italy has not been the same at the World Cup since they won the title back in 2006. And that is an understatement, folks. Because after 2006 and 2010, group stage, where they lost, and I'll never forget, when, when they drew against, I believe, New Zealand, drew against Paraguay, and then lost the final group stage game against Slovakia. 2014, the group stage. 2018, didn't qualify. 2022, again didn't qualify. But I've said this numerous times already. This time, they failed to qualify for the World Cup as the reigning, defending European champions. <laughs> you know, quite recently, Carlo Ancelotti said, you know, since Italy is not in the World Cup, he's going to actually support Canada because he considers Canada to be his second, uh, to be his second home. I believe at one point he actually lived in Vancouver. Uh, I, I, I'm not sure if he still actually does uh, live there, but 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 I know that at one time he, he did in fact uh, live in, in Vancouver. I mean, I'm sure he's probably lived in wherever city of the club where he's uh, managed at, but <clears throat> but uh, it, it was announced like in 2011 when, when we all uh, saw that uh, he was dating a Canadian businesswoman, which he married in Vancouver in 2014, so... Uh, so I, I'd imagine, I wonder if he still has a home in Vancouver, but again, you know, going back to how, um, you know, he, uh, considers, considers Canada his, uh, like a, a second home, so, you know, it's good that he's at least gonna be supporting somebody, but, uh, <laughs> it's, it's gotta be difficult for him, you know, for Italy to fail to qualify for the World Cup for the second consecutive time, it's especially as the European champion, so... But as far as Italy goes, uh, there's been no talk about Roberto Mancini... Being sacked, uh, I did say that even though Italy failed to qualify, sacking Roberto Mancini would not be the right thing to do. But, uh, but as far as as far as I'm concerned, if it change if a change was to be made, and you know, I, w- I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised if uh, if the Italian uh, Football Federation. 
approached uh, Carlo Ancelotti and you know uh, and tried to convince him to uh, to take over the Italian national team. I mean, honestly, I, I'm sure, uh, I have no doubt in my mind that he would he would do great. You know, he can he can certainly make Italy better than it's been. He, he can even make them better than they were in, in 2006. So. So, so really, at the end of the day, although uh, one source says that he's he's not interested in leaving Real Madrid to become the Italian national team, so that doesn't mean that he's officially ruled it out as never happening. So, but uh, according to some research uh, I've seen, I, I think at one point uh, he was actually considered in the few, in the past. Well, actually, this source right here says that Italy was it was reportedly. Eyeing Carlo Ancelotti as a replacement for Roberto Mancini. I, I think honestly, be, because this source came actually in March, late March. So, so I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised if honestly, if um, even though he's not interested in leaving Real Madrid, if the Italian Football Federation always had their name, always had Carlo Ancelotti's name, you know, as a as a possible uh, candidate. Although it says here in April twenty fourth of twenty eighteen, Carlo Ancelotti was reportedly offered the job as the as the manager of the Italian national team, and that was shortly after you know they had failed to qualify for the uh, twenty eighteen World Cup. So, yeah, so that's actually yeah that's pretty interesting. So he was offered the job, but he turned it down apparently. I wonder if it's and this is you know this is a Bleacher Report story so. Well, it says here, okay, so according to Bleacher Report, it says, The only obstacle is set to be Ancelotti's salary, as Italy are only able to afford to pay a total of $5 million for the manager and his staff. But it says here, he told, Ancelotti said that he turned the job down because of reservations over moving into international management and the problems throughout the Italian football in need of address. Hmm. Well, at the time, he was... At, at the time, Carlo Ancelotti was actually jobless. He had recently been sacked as the manager of Bayern Munich. So, hmm. So I think maybe 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 the timing wasn't right, or maybe he he felt that you know the salary was not you know was not satisfactory enough for him. And and a guy like Carlo Ancelotti, I I, don't, I would understand why. I mean, you know, the list of accomplishments you know tells the story. I mean, you know, he can make a certain a certain demand, and it would be uh it would be justified based on uh. All the success he's had as a manager, so. But I think part of a part of the reason was because you know, a lot a lot of the problems. I mean, I'm I'm not sure. Maybe he just didn't want to. He just felt that it wasn't right right at the time. But. But to answer the question, because people have been asking this, you know, based on his recent accomplishment, you know, if Carlo Ancelotti will one day become the 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 manager of the Italian national team, and. I'm like, maybe he will, maybe he won't, but. If he does, I I have no doubt in my mind that Carl Ancelotti can do a, a very very good job. But even though he's he's expressed uh, he he's not interested right now, or he, when he turned the job down in the past, that that doesn't mean that in the future he's gonna have an interest or he'd be willing to accept the job. I, I think that maybe just right now he's focused on other things and he, and he has other interests and other intentions as well. So, but again, really. I doubt that the Italian Football Federation will ever, ever take his name off of a list of potential candidates for the managerial job in the future. I mean, 
Carlo Ancelotti is always going to be a name in mind as far as the Italian national team goes for the managerial position. So, yeah. So, so I, I really, I really, I really doubt that they would ever go with, with never ever considering him. I mean, they'll probably even if they know if you'll say no, they'll probably just ask him anyway because you never know. Because you know, again, Carlo Ancelotti is the goat of Italian soccer. So I, I'm pretty sure that the Italian national team, that the officials are praying that one day, you know, it's going to happen. And in my case. You know, because Carlo Ancelotti is, is is one of my favorite uh, soccer uh, managers of all time, you know, and I, and I and I think he does fit the requirements, and he's definitely got the qualifications to manage the Italian national team. I wouldn't say it's going to happen, but if it does happen, I have no doubt in my mind that Carlo Ancelotti will do a fantastic job. So, so should Carlo Ancelotti manage the Italian team? Maybe not at the moment, but one day if he has the chance. He should definitely take it into consideration. And the other question is, would he make a good Italian, a good manager for the Italian national soccer team? You damn right he would. He would make an excellent manager. And again, if he does in fact take over as the manager of the Italian national team, mark my words, he will help them win a title. Whether it's another European championship, whether it's their fifth World Cup title, mark my words. If Carlo Ancelotti takes charge of the Asuri, they will bring home some silverware. Ladies and gentlemen, Into the Net FC is available to you on all streaming platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and YouTube. Thank you very, very much for joining me this evening, and I will see you all next time. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.